Car Lagerfeld, A Line of Beauty, the theme for this year's Met Gala. Taking place on the Monday after I post this, the longtime creative director of Chanel, the man known for his signature white hair, black sunglasses, fingerless gloves, and high-starched detachable collars. Hi guys, Kia here, and welcome to another episode of The Fashion 360. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I'm very, very excited to have you here. So today, we're talking about the German fashion designer, creative director, artist, and photographer, Karl Otto Lagerfeld. Yes, that is his middle name. I'm going to tell you everything you need to know about this year's theme for the Met Gala and some things that you may not have known about the designer. Like previous years, such as 2017's Re Kawa Kobo, Comme des Garçons, Art of the In-Between and 2011's Alexander McQueen, Savage Beauty themes, the Met Gala 2023 theme is Karl Lagerfeld, A Line of Beauty. It will trace the designer's evolution from winning the Woolmark Prize in 1954 to being hired as an assistant to Pierre Beaumont and revisits his prolific career at Chanel, Fendi, Chloe, Beaumont, Poitou and his own eponymous brand until his death in 2019. Attendees on the night will therefore be basing their red carpet looks around the dress code in honour of Karl. Drawing from Lagerfeld's seminal over there are plenty of legendary pieces to pull from his numerous archives who will come as one of chanel's beloved couture brides and who will take their cues more literally with nods to the designer's own iconic personal style as mentioned before from his dark glasses and fingerless gloves to his neatly tailored suits and sleek ponytail american vogue editor-in-chief anna winter who was one of lagerfeld's closest friends told the New York Times that the clothes he created were, I quote, a uniform, a kind of armor, and a way of holding certain moods and memories close. His fashion does for me what fashion should. It makes me feel more confident in being myself. Quote closed. She continued, I've, I've worn Lagerfeld's designs to the most important events in my life, to my wedding, to my children's weddings, to Met Galas and state dinners and tennis championships, at which I watched my heroes compete for their dreams. Quote closed. The 2023 Costume Institute exhibition, meanwhile, will feature 150 original looks from the full extent of Lagerfeld's portfolio, with a keen focus on his impressionistic and precise sketches. Karl Lagerfeld, A Line of Beauty, will frame the designer's two-dimensional drawings alongside their three-dimensional counterparts to show how they manifested into living works of art. According to Andrew Bolton, the Costume Institute's Wendy Yu curator in charge, Lagerfeld did not believe fashion belonged in a museum, but, quote, on the street, on women's bodies, on men's bodies, to quote closed. To stay true on Lagerfeld's unique vision and personal proclivities, Bolden is foregoing the traditional format of a retrospective and prioritizing the designer's original sketches as the centerpiece of the Spring 2023 exhibition. Karl Lagerfeld was a complicated man, to say in the least, which makes honoring his designs all the more challenging for this year's crop of the Met Gala guests, not that they're very good at it anyway. Unlike last year's famously open-ended Gilded Glamour theme, a dress code oriented around Lagerfeld's work should provide more direction as celebrities and their stylists 
prepared to stun or shock, not in the best sense. But homages can just as quickly go terribly wrong, and some might opt to ignore the theme altogether, which is usually the case. Either way, the world will be watching and judging. Since the rest of the world, people like us, don't get to go to the Met Gala yet. He was the creative director of Chanel from 1983 till the time of his death in 2019. He was also the creative de- designer of the Italian fur and leather goods fashion house Fendi. He was also a designer at Balmain for a brief amount of time, which not many people know about or recognize that much. But I'm hoping this year's Met Gala theme will bring out some unique pieces from his time at Balmain. Karl Lagerfeld's fashion and design were deeply connected to European culture. Lagerfeld was a mirror of 20th century history. With his passing, one of the last figures from the world of yesterday disappeared. I'm going to tell you a little about his life and journey. His early career began with Chloe and Fendi, which was between the period of 1954 to 82. In 54, he submitted dress design to International Wool Secretariat's design competition that presaged the chemise dresses that would be introduced by Givenchy and Balenciaga in 57. In 55, after living in Paris for two years, he entered a coat design competition sponsored by the International Wool Secretariat. He won the coat category and became friends with Yves Saint Laurent who won the dress category and was soon hired by Pierre Bolmont. He worked as their assistant and later apprentice for three years. In 58, he became the artistic director for Jean Poutou. In 64, he went to Rome to study art history and work for Tiziani, but was soon designing freelance for a multitude of brands, including Charles Jordan, Chloe, Crisia, and Valentino. In 1967, Fendi hired him to modernize their fur line. Lagerfeld's innovative designs proved groundbreaking as he introduced the use of mole, rabbit, squirrel, pelts into high fashion. Lagerfeld remained with Fendi Rome until his death. In the 70s, his work for Chloe made him one of the most prominent designers in the world, often vying with Yves Saint Laurent for most influential. After a period in the early 70s when he toyed with styles from the 1930s and 50s, in 74, he contributed to the burgeoning big look or soft look by eliminating linings, padding and even hemming from voluminous thin fabric garments, even from fur in his work for Fendi at the time, to enable a comfortable layered style that would dominate the high fashion of the middle of of that decade. Of that decade, sorry. After refining the style and saying that to go back to linings and stiff structure would be regressive, he did a complete about face in 1978 and joined other designers in showing the heavily constructed, huge shoulders, more restrictive looks that would dominate the 80s. Presenting such an exaggerated retro 40s, 50s silhouette, immense shoulder pads, severe, st- severe stiffly constructed suits and um, with padded lampshade peplums, padded busts and hips, impractically tight skirts, awkwardly high spike heels, gloves, hats and even bone corsets. But his work did not look out of place alongside similar retro fare from Thierry Mugler of the period. 
During both of these phases, his mid-70s soft look phase and his late 70s, 80s big shoulders phase, his love of the 18th century was frequently on display. For instance, his fall 1977 collection was one of the most celebrated of the 70s soft look era, included lace trim, headwear, and thigh-high boots in styles from the 1700s. While his fall 1979 collection, one of the most influential of, influential of the early years of the big shoulder era, contained millinery that recalled Nap- sorry, Napoleonic becomes along with button-sided spats or leggings that look somewhat like military accouterments of the same period. Um, I know I butchered the pronunciation, but they are basically just additional items of dress or equipment that is added. And being military, you would see like additional equipment. So um, he continued in the shoulder pads, tight skirts, stiletto heels direction into the 80s, joining other similar designers in shortening the skirts of the look even as high as mini length, though his hemlines could also range as low as the ankle. Alongside these styles, he also showed softer, more comfortable clothing, particularly in 81 and 82, when a brief revival of somewhat mid-70s looking long skirts and shawls appeared on runways. He um, tutored the Cosmo weightlessness he had perfected in the 70s, although he did like to place corsets and girdles over it now. The variety of lens and trouser shapes he presented during this period kept him in line with the modern woman's needs. When Lagerfeld became the creative director for Chanel, that was his main peak of international fame which continued, which like started in 82. So in the 1980s, he was hired by Chanel, which was considered a near dead brand at the time since the death of Coco Chanel a decade prior. Taking over the couture there in 83, Lagerfeld brought life back into the company, making it a huge success by revamping its ready-to-wear fashion line. At the time, what many were worried about was would he destroy Chanel, Coco Chanel's, who is Gabrielle Chanel, her legacy and completely ruin the brand. But obviously, he did not. The company was a huge success and um, he integrated the interlocked CC monogram of Coco Chanel into a style pattern for the House of Chanel. He is credited with making their logo in the 1980s, which was similar to many of the other logos at the time, such as Gucci also. He also changed the Chanel silhouette by an extreme amount. The ones that had prevailed in the early 60s um, became more of the 80s by adding shoulder pads and shortening and tightening skirts, raising heels and enlarging or miniaturizing the jewelry and purses all controversial moves, especially the short skirts. The thing about changing Chanel jewelry was that because Chanel pearls were so iconic and everything about Chanel was so iconic because she was the epitome of French design, all of this was very controversial. However, it did pay off. 
Chanel had always disapproved of above-the-knee skirts, which is basically what he did. The new direction was actually initiated the year before Lagerfeld took the helm in 1982 when a design team led by Have Lager, a Lagerfeld protégé, operated at the house. Lagerfeld is also suspected of having influenced Lagos changes. I'm sorry about the pronunciation. In 84, a year after his start at Chanel, Lagerfeld began his own eponymous Karl Lagerfeld brand and house. The brand was established to channel intellectual sexiness. Lagerfeld flourished in the plethora of historical revivals of the 80s. From the shoulder-padded 40s-50s revivals beginning in 1978 and continuing through the 80s to the 1950s poof skirts, 1860s crinolines and hoops of the mid-80s, now often showgirl short. Lagerfeld participated in it all, for both his namesake line and Chanel. In 86, he marked the move away from from broad shoulders by removing pads from the shoulders and placing them visibly on the outside of the hips, which is also a semi-reference to bustles from like the proper Gilded Era. Um, his later career was essentially from the beginning of the 2000s till 2019. In 2002, he asked Renzo Rosso, the founder of Diesel, to collaborate with him on a special denim collection for the Lagerfeld Gallery, which essentially is very much so Diesel's area of interest, a lot of denim. Also, their last recent collection was essentially completely denim. The collection, Lagerfeld Gallery by Diesel, was co-designed by Lagerfeld and then developed by Diesel's creative team under the supervision of Rosso. It consisted of five pieces only that were presented during the designer's catwalk shows during Paris Fashion Week and then sold in highly limited editions at the Lagerfeld Galleries in Paris and Monaco and at the Diesel Denim Galleries in New York and Tokyo. During the first week of sales in New York, more than 90% of trousers were sold out, even through prices ranged from $240 to $1,840. In a statement after the show in Paris, Rosso said, I am honored to have met this fashion icon of our time. Carl represents creativity, tradition, and challenge, and the fact that he thought of Diesel for this collaboration is a great gift and acknowledgement of our reputation as the Pret-a-Porter of casual wear. In December 2006, Lagerfeld announced the launch of a new collection for men and women dubbed K. Carl Lagerfeld, which included fitted t-shirts and a wide range of jeans. In September 2010, the Couture Council of the Museum at the Fashion Institute of Technology, FIT, presented Lagerfeld with an award created for him, the Couture Council Fashion Visionary Award, at a benefit luncheon at Avery Fisher Hall in NYC. In, 2000, in November of 2010, Lagerfeld and Swedish crystal manufacturer Orfor announced a collaboration to design a crystal art collection. The first collection was launched in spring 2011 called Orifor by Karl Lagerfeld. Lagerfeld's work in fashion houses garnered him to be considered the chameleon of fashion, said by Anna Sui and Claire Waite Keller. They emphasize Lagerfeld's ability to elevate the rich history of fashion houses 
into the modern-day context. In November 2015, Karl Lagerfeld was pre- presented with the Outstanding Achievement Award at the British Fashion Awards. Anna Wintour, Editor-in-Chief of American Vogue, presented the award to him. The final collection, completed before his death, had an alpine theme of apres-ski clothing. As Lagerfeld requested not to have any type of funeral, the show only included a moment of silence in his honor and chairs emblazoned with his image next to Coco Chanel with the saying, the beat goes on. Although Lagerfeld shunned any emotional reactions around the idea of his death, some models could be seen crying on the runway as well as audience members. Now, let's talk about some of his controversies. However, this is not denying the fact that he's a great designer and that he changed our time impeccably. Certain controversies were very prevalent during that time and not only with designers such as him, but with others also. And many were accused of, like, this started from the 50s in, like, the Hollywood glamour era with Marilyn Monroe and Audrey Hepburn also. But the essential idea of forcing models uh, for different intravenous drugs to reduce their weight and um, forcing them to smoke, some were even accused of sexual assault and rape. However, I just want to talk about some of his controversies. Not that there is an issue with celebrating him, but the fact of the matter is that these things did happen and they were very prevalent during that time. Um, and obviously, we don't have those that in like that high of a level anymore. But I think it is still important to cover some of these topics because not everyone is good. Or even if everyone is good, everyone has bad in them. It's it's nothing like bad, bad, but it's something that I feel is important important to talk about. During his career, Lagerfeld faced many controversies and was accused of being Islamophobic, fatphobic, and of and of opposing the Me Too movement. There was uh, much controversy from Lagerfeld's use of a verse from the Quran in his spring '94 Couture collection for Chanel, and despite apologies from the designer and the fashion house, the controversy did erupt after the show in Paris when the Indonesian Muslim Scholars Council in Jakarta called for a boycott of Chanel and threatened to file formal protests with the government of Lagerfeld's homeland, which is Germany. The designer apologized, explaining that he had taken the design from a book about the Taj Mahal, thinking the words came from a love poem. He was also a supporter of the use of fur in fashion, and this was also, fur was very prevalent during that time. Although he himself did not like wear fur or eat any meat, in an interview in 2009 with BBC, he claimed that, I quote, hunters make a living having learned nothing else than hunting, killing those beasts who would kill, who would kill us if they could, and maintain, in a meat-eating world, wearing leather for shoes and clothes and even handbags, the discussion of fur is childish, quote closed. Spokesperson for PETA, People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, called Lagerfeld a fashion dinosaur who is as out of step as his furs are out of style, and particularly delusional with his kill or be killed mentality. 
When was the last time a person's life was threatened by a mink rabbit? In 2001, he was the target of a pieing at a fashion premiere at the Lincoln Center in New York City. However, the tofu pieces, the tofu pies hauled by animal rights activists in protest against his use of fur within his collections went astray instead hitting Calvin Klein. A PETA spokesperson describes the hit on Klein as a friendly fire, calling Klein, who does not use fur, a great friend to the animals and Lagerfeld, a designer dinosaur, who continues to use fur in his collections. In 2010, after Lagerfeld used fake fur in his 2010 Chanel collection, PETA's website claimed, it's the triumph of fake fur, because fake fur changed so much and became so great now that you can hardly see a difference. Lagerfeld in 2009 joined critics of supermodel Heidi Klum following German designer Wolfgang Jupe's remarks about Klum, who had posed naked on the cover of the German edition of the GQ magazine. Jupe described Klum as being no runway model. She is simply too heavy and has too big a bust. Lagerfeld then commented that neither, ne- that neither he nor Claudia Schiffer New Klum, as she had never worked in Paris and that she was insignificant in the world of high fashion, being more bling-bling and glamorous than current fashion. He also created an inter- international uproar and um, controversy in February of 2012 when he called Adele a little too fat. Adele responded that she is like the majority of women and she is very proud of that fact. Lagerfeld later caused another controversy on July of 2012 when he criticized Pippa Middleton, the sister of Catherine, Duchess of Cambridge, for her looks. His caricature drawing Harvey Weinstein shows film producer him uh, Harvey Weinstein as a pig and was criticized as anti-Semitic and dehumanizing. He sparked controversy by criticizing German Chancellor Angela Merkel's immigration policy during the European migrant crisis by saying, I quote, you cannot kill millions of Jews and then take in millions of their worst enemies afterwards, even if there are decades between the events, quote closed, and by accusing her to have thereby caused the rise of the party alternative for Germany. Lagerfeld in 2007 stated that his controversial persona was an act. He was also a self-proclaimed big mouth, publicly sounding off with fat phobia. He spoke against gay men who wanted to adopt children, migraines, sexual assault survivors, and quote, ugly people without apology, according to an AP report. In 2018, Lagerfeld said in the international fashion magazine Numero that he was, quote, fed up with the effort to reveal sexual harassment, assault, misconduct, and rape, states the AP report. Quote, what shocks me most of most in all of this are the starlets who have taken 20 years to remember what happened. Not to mention the fact there are no prosecution witnesses. That said, I cannot stand Mr. Weinstein. I had a problem with him at Armfar. He said, he was referring to disgraced Hollywood mogul Harvey Weinstein and a gala held during the Cannes Film Festival in support of the fight against AIDS, says the AV report. I quote, 
If you don't want your pants pulled about, don't become a model. Join a nunnery. There'll always be a place for you in the convent. They're recruiting even. Court closed, he told Numero in the same interview. This was his response when asked about accusations against stylist and former interview creative director Carl Templer. Quote, no one wants to see curvy women, quote closed, he said to German news magazine Focus in 2009 while talking about plus-size models, states the AP report. In 2010, however, to Vice, when asked if he loved both the emaciated and voluptuous in fashion, Lagerfeld said, quote, yes, totally. According to the AP report, Lagerfeld, who co-authored a diet book after losing 92 pounds in over a year, was vocally critical throughout his career of women larger than a size 0 or 2. When asked in the same Focus interview of 2009 about German women's magazine uh, Bridget declaring it would only publish photographs of real women as, a pay- as opposed to professional models, Lagerfeld went on, quote, You've got fat mothers with their bags of chips sitting in front of the television and saying that thin models are ugly. The world of beautiful clothing is about dreams and illusions. Quote closed. <sighs> On Ugly and Andy Warhol, Lagerfeld told Weiss of Warhol in 2010 that, quote, I shouldn't say this, but physically he was quite repulsive. Quote closed. He was also against same-sex marriage, and in the 2010 Vice interview, he spoke against same-sex marriage, particularly as it pertains to two men, states the AP report. Quote, in the 60s, they all said we had the right to the difference, and now suddenly they want a bourgeois life? Quote closed. Lagerfeld said, Quote open, for me, it's difficult to imagine. One of the papas at work and the other at home with the baby. How would that be for the baby? I don't know. I see more lesbians married with babies than I see boys married with babies. And I also believe more in the relationship between mother and child than in that between father and child. Quote closed. In 2013, while supporting same-sex marriage, Lagerfeld said he was, quote, less keen on same-sex couples being allowed to adopt, states once again the AP report. That is essentially a roundup of Lagerfeld's most blunt controversies, which, I mean, he never, like, spoke out about them by, like, a lot. Obviously, when he culturally appropriated the Quran incident, he apologized about that, but all other things have remained neglected. So... That is all you need to know about the Met Gala theme and who Karl Lagerfeld was and what he was about, his life and his work. So, time to wrap this up. Don't forget to subscribe and follow The Fashion 360 on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music and Audible. Also, do follow the official Instagram account for the podcast which is at the fashion 360 podcast and you can also follow me at kiarajgopalan on instagram pinterest and twitter and you can go check out my website which is misskia.com which is just mskiya.com i will see you all next week same time same place to discuss sneak peek 
the looks of the Met Gala since it happens tomorrow. Um, will we be disappointed by the looks per usual or will this year maybe be different?